It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. This is the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Walter Storholt alongside Matt Hausman, founder of Old Security Group, serving you in Westchester, Pennsylvania, Newark, Delaware, and all throughout the country. You can connect to Matt remotely, digitally, like a lot of his clients do across the country. You can find him online at smartmoneyquestions.com, and you can find him in a new office location. Matt, big news out of the old security group this week. You've got new digs. Tell us a little bit about the new home. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, We just moved into a new office location. We're still here in Westchester. We're now at 1055 Andrew Drive, Suite D in Westchester. It's just north on Phoenixville Pike, just north of the Westchester Borough. So we're real excited about that. We've got bigger space now, and we're just, we're going to, the interesting thing is the way the office is actually constructed, we're going to be looking to have more intimate client events there. We'll have smaller groups. We're going to have an open floor plan. So we'll be able to have social type events, educational events. So we are really excited about that. Phone number, fax, still the same. Obviously, website the same. But we'll be at the new office address of 1055 Andrew Drive, Suite D in Westchester. And uh, what's the first thing you put up on the wall in the new in the new place? I'm sure you have like a go to painting or is it diploma? Like what's the first thing that you're like excited to put up on the wall? The exciting thing is, is now we actually have the ability to have a 3D sign coming out of the front wall when you walk in. Ooh, a 3D sign. Yeah. So it's actually going to be sitting off of the wall. It'll be like an acrylic and metal type with our logo and old security group. So that's the biggest thing. As soon as you walk in, boom, that's what you're going to see. That'll look sharp. That is exciting. Yeah. Nothing like the front entrance, you know, pop to the eyeballs. So that's that's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty cool. I know that you must be proud and uh, very excited of the new space. It's always fun, I think, moving office locations. There's just something about it being fresh and new and getting to learn the new, you know, area that you're in. It's uh, it's an exciting time. So congrats on the move and uh, glad that it went smoothly for you. Well, we've got a great podcast on the agenda for today. We're answering some of your questions. It's what we like to call the mailbag. And if you would like to submit questions to be featured on a future show, you can go to smartmoneyquestions.com, and right there on the show page, you can submit questions. Just click the appropriate link, smartmoneyquestions.com, and maybe we'll feature your question on a new show in the future. Only if you want to, though. We won't, we won't just do it. And, uh, you know, you just all of a sudden hear yourself in, in a question one day. You can request it if you'd like to appear on the show. The first one comes to us from Doug. Doug is in South Carolina. We mentioned all the time that you've got clients all across the country, Matt. And uh, so Doug in South Carolina says, is a reverse mortgage a bad idea? I've been thinking about it as a way to have a little more money to spend on travel during our early years of retirement. Well, let me tell you something, Doug. I would caution you from watching afternoon television and seeing Robert Wagner talk about these reverse (laughs) mortgages. (laughs) Okay. So caution, caution, caution. The one thing you really want to realize about a reverse mortgage is in many times, and you actually mentioned here, early years of retirement is that decision is essentially lifelong. 
The other thing is reverse mortgages are expensive transactions. So I would really caution you. You really want to not only have, if you're working with an advisor, you want to have the advisor, a financial advisor involved in the transaction, but you want to really understand the documents that you are signing. I'll give you an example. We don't want to go back to the you remember the days back in mid 2000s where if I mean if you fogged a mirror you could get a mortgage for your McMansion <laughs> and what how that all blew up and that's because people didn't really understand the way these used to be we called them the pick a pay mortgages you could pick whatever your payment was and one of those payments which was the easiest way to get into the property was a negative am payment which means every month you were actually getting further and further and further in debt. You were never even paying off the interest. So not that a reverse mortgage is like that, but a reverse mortgage is expensive and has a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of variables. And you really want to see how is that going to fit into the overall plan, not just being concerned about the early retirement years. There's probably more advantageous ways to try and accomplish that than using your home in that example. I think that's uh, that's a really good example and a really good question too. A lot of people, you know, you see stuff on, you know, these different products, very product-based marketing out there. You know, buy this reverse mortgage, buy these stock tips. Mutual funds are the only way to go. Precious metals. Well, I'll I'll stop there. We've got a precious metals question <laughs> actually coming up. So I'll I'll stop there. But you get the idea. You have to be really uh, careful when you see all of the marketing being poured into one particular product. Does does that mean it's going to be good for everybody? And most of the time, the answer is no, it's not going to be. Good question, Doug. Uh, let's get one here from Katie. Katie's in Maryland. And Katie says, do I need to have a million dollars saved before I think about retirement? Because it seems like most of my friends have a million or more. Well, let me tell you something. I like your friends. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 keep, know, it, you keep good company, Katie, it sounds Yeah, like. that's exactly right. You know, it really all depends. And, and I get this type of question all of the time. And it might not be staged like this, do I have to have a million? But it's staged like, how much do I have to have for a comfortable retirement? And what people need to recognize is there's many different variables that go into that. And let me just give you two scenarios real quick. And I think you'll be able to get the answer. Let me actually give you two quick scenarios and I think you'll be able to kind of understand where I'm going with with both of them to help answer your question. I have one client that has right around $400,000 in total assets to be invested and then distributed to themselves throughout retirement. And some people might think, well, that's not even close to a million dollars, Katie, in what your question is. But the interesting thing about it is, is they have pensions combined of $90,000. When you add the Social Security on top of that, they have gross income of around $135,000. So that's guaranteed income stream of $135,000 a year. They have no debt. They have a home in South Carolina and in PA. And do they need a million dollars? Well, I mean, I'm sure they would like to have a million dollars, but they've got such strong income, guaranteed income streams that they live a great lifestyle. They don't have to really worry about anything because of the pensions and because of the Social Security. And so do they need a million? Probably not. Now, on the other side, I have one particular client that's got two million plus, and that's a good amount of money has no pension, and took Social Security early. Does he need that? Well, to maintain that lifestyle, he probably will need that amount. So do you need a million dollars? 
there's so many other variables that go into answering that question that it's not just a blanket yes or no type of thing. We would all like to have that. Some of us recognize we need more. Others, when they really sit down and look at it, they recognize they don't really need that much. So that's what you want to, that, that's kind of a long-winded answer to your question. Just understand it's not a yes or no, it's an individual situation. And then from there, you can determine how much is needed. Yeah, it's a really good question though, Katie. A lot of people, like, like you said, Matt, don't have the question phrased that exact way, but in a very similar manner. A lot of people wonder that similar thing. Here's what my friends are doing. Here's what the people I know who are successful are doing. Am I way off base in my situation? And the answer really is it's always going to depend on lots of different factors. But it's a good question to ask, certainly. Let's get another one here from Reginald as we answer your questions on Smart Money Questions this week. A smart one here from Reginald, and uh, he, by the way, is in Minnesota. I'm 61 years old and have never had a financial advisor. If I've made it this far on my own, do you think I can make it the rest of the way without any help? Well, let me ask you something. How do you know that you did well? <laughs> Ooh, I like that. You know, flipping it, flipping you know, the it, question on its yeah, head. It's, it's interesting because if I, I had a mentor tell me this about 20 years ago, and he goes, if you're not there looking at something that's measurable, how do you know where you stand? And I'll use that with this particular case because unless this is something – I have people say this to me all the time. Man, I, I can't imagine what is in your head. Because like, even when I just think about this, my head just starts spinning. And I have to remind them, you had to realize I do this all day, every day. And so this is what I do. I wouldn't expect or you couldn't expect me to walk into your profession. Like I'll give you an example. I'm a mechanical zero. And I have some clients that are in the automotive world. And I was like, I'm going to you to help me because I don't have the time or the interest to figure out what's the best way to fix my car. I'm gonna go to someone that has that knowledge base. So while your question is, I've made it this far on my own, you don't have a measurable to see, could you have done better? You might have done pretty well, but is there a better opportunity for you? And that's the biggest thing that I would tell you. And go back and listen to a podcast we did a couple weeks ago that talked about questions to interview an advisor and if see if there's someone out there that can give you quote the alpha that you're going to be looking for. I think that's key and uh, important to remember and a great way to go back and listen to a past podcast as well. We This would be perfect for you, Reginald, as a do-it-yourselfer. You're likely going to want to really interview a financial advisor to really see what the difference would be of working with an advisor. And some of those questions we discussed on last week's podcast would probably be beneficial to you uh, to talk about with somebody. So yeah, go check out one of the most recent podcasts we did. Quiz Your Advisor is the title of that one. You can go and find it there. And one last one here. This one's going to come to us from Paul in PA. So, you know, someone in your backyard here, Matt. Paul says, I've been hearing a lot of information lately regarding the U.S. dollar collapsing. I've heard radio commercials about it, seen it in print as well, and they're always recommending to buy precious metals. Do you agree? Is that something I should implement right away? Well, first of all, Paul, let me, uh, and I caution everyone about this. There is so much out there in the media that is, quite frankly, just a bunch of junk. And whether it's the latest report or we have this guru talking about it, 
you always want to, I would ask the question back to you, should you go buy precious metals and where's it going to fit in your portfolio and why? Because we've been hearing for decades and decades and decades about the collapse or Walter, you and I were just talking about it. The Chinese are going to pull out of buying the debt of America or the stock market's going to absolutely crash. Hey, but these five stocks will actually maintain their value and grow 200% over the course of the next three months. All of those things really are just there to more than likely, in this case, sell you some precious metals. I'll give you an example. I used to listen to this particular radio person back in the late 2000s. And he was a radio personality that was also doing 30 and 60 second spots on his own show talking about gold. It was constant. It was like twice an hour you were hearing him talk about gold. And it was, and by the way, this is pre-08. And then of course, 08 happened in nine and he's still talking about it. And then what you find out is, well, he actually owns a piece of the company that's selling you the gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Again, there's. I've recently found out that there's a very large firm down in Baltimore, Maryland, that puts out an enormous amount of fear or greed type media, and they're just trying to sell newsletters or their recent kits or all of these other things. And are you ready for this? They do a billion dollars a year. A billion. Billion with a B. Billion with a B, and all they're doing is selling hype or fear. And so, you know, Paul, I would tell you my my response to precious metals has always been this. Listen, it looks good on, but it's not a good investment. That's like that's that. my response to you and I would caution you in listening, you know, we're surrounded by media now and many times you just want to turn it off because there's just so much garbage that's out there. Yeah, a lot of garbage, a lot of things that you've got to sift through, and that makes the life of the saver and the investor and the retirement planner very difficult. But I think a lot of people can take solace in the fact, Matt, that you know these kinds of questions, they're the kind of questions you're getting every day. These people are not alone. Doug and Katie and Diane and Reginald, they are not alone in asking these kinds of questions. You're, you're seeing this stuff every day in the office, right? You know what's really interesting is I'm glad you brought that up. First of all, Paul's question, I get at least three times a month. Okay. Reginald's question is I, I probably get at least once or twice a month with, with new people that are coming into our office and engaging. Doug's question, the interesting thing about that is, is I've really seen, and I, that's why I make the joke about Robert Wagner, is because probably over the course of the last two years, I've had an enormous amount of clients calling me because their parents are at home watching television and they're seeing those commercials. Mm. I think a couple of years ago, it was Henry Winkler was all over that. And so, you know, is that something I could do? I've got this house here. I want to turn it into income, things like that. And then Katie's question must must happen five times a month at least. So wow. really are good questions. I'm, I'm glad that someone finally, you know, typed it in. And, and let us actually bring that up. Yep. And if you would like to ask a question, maybe there's been something on your mind that we haven't discussed on a show, we'd love to hear from you. Go to smartmoneyquestions.com, and you can submit questions there on the website. That's smartmoneyquestions.com. If you'd like to have a conversation with Matt about your particular financial situation one-on-one and not do it via the podcast here, that's fine. You can give him a call at 610 719 3003 
That's 610-719-3003, or just get in touch through the website, whichever method you prefer. Again, smartmoneyquestions.com is that address. Matt is the founder of Old Security Group with offices in Westchester and Newark, Delaware as well, but serving clients all throughout the country. If you want to listen to past podcasts, you can do that on the website, smartmoneyquestions.com. You can subscribe to future podcasts as well by going to iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. However you follow podcasts, you can uh, get the new ones each week in that way. Uh, All you have to do is subscribe. Coming up on the next podcast, it's going to be a really good one, Retirement's New Paradigm, Debt. Why is it such a pervasive problem? What can be done about it? How everyday folks are being exposed to this problem of debt in retirement, how you can solve it, even if you've been a pretty good planner financially, how people are still falling kind of victim to this issue. We're going to tackle that on the next podcast, so be sure to come back and join us. It's a topic that Matt is really passionate about, and you're going to want to hear this information next week. So be sure to join us for the next one. It's the Smart Money Questions podcast. For Matt Hausman, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you then. 